Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday. is March the 19th. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the ISO app store and find one of our locker rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So do that today. Today, Friday, the Sixers were off yesterday. They're going to practice today. You know, it's just going to be, uh, I guess this is a calm before the storm, right? The calm before the storm. And what I mean by that is the 76ers have back-to-back games uh, tomorrow, um, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday against the Sacramento Kings, Sunday at New York. And then every other day for the next six days, they're going to play a game. They're going to play, after that, they'll play um, Tuesday against, uh, the, uh, the, I'm about to say San Francisco, Golden State Warriors. Then they'll play Thursday against um, the Lakers in L.A. And then they'll play Saturday against the Lakers in L.A. So, you know, it's not the Lakers, the Clippers. So, you know, it's going to be games every other day. So what we'll talk about is this upcoming stretch in the first segment. Second one, we'll talk, second segment, we'll talk about certain guys who on a bench that we feel like, I, I feel like that really needs to step up while Joel Embiid is not around. Third segment, you know what we do. We just, you know, go to things that's on the top of our head, right? Things that's really going to be on the top of the head. So, all right, without further ado, well, before we get into this, I just want to let people know that this is the only podcast that covers the Sixers that comes to you five days a week. Secondly, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So you can go to Inquirer.com. You can uh, pick up a Philadelphia Inquirer. You can pick up a Daily News, and you can read my stuff there. And thirdly, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get to get your podcast at, right? Wherever you listen to podcasts at, you can subscribe to this podcast too, right? So... Here we go. Now, they play the Sacramento Kings tomorrow. You know, when you look at this, it's a game that you expect the Sixers to win, right? Now, I know De'Aaron Fox is a guy balling. I mean, you know, he was getting every shot that he wanted to against the Sixers until the fourth quarter last time they played, and that's when they put Matisse Thibault on. Sixers, Doc Rivers has to ask himself the question. As soon as Matisse comes in, do I want Matisse on him? Or am I going to go with Ben again on him, right? Now, the question, the problem is, is that with Joel Embiid out, not in the game, who's going to do the rim protection? Now, I know Dwight Howard's going to come in and he's going to do things. But starting off is... De'Aaron Fox going to be able to get to the rim. Now, this poses a question. If that's a major concern, do you alter the starting lineup? And what I mean by that is, do you bring Tony Bradley? Do you continue to start him in Joel's absence? Or do you bring Dwight Howard in the starting lineup? That will enable you to get some protection at the rim from the start. 
So that's something that Doc Rivers do. Now, the only thing about that is the spacing offensively with Ben and Dwight in the game isn't optimal level. Now, again, I will say this. When it comes down to late game situations, right, Dwight Howard has been the one closing out the games a lot as opposed to Tony. So the question is, is it going to be one of those things where, you know, you know, uh, how is Doc going to do it? Because me, De'Aaron Fox is the head of the snake. He is the guy, If he's the guy that makes everything work for all the other guys. Meaning, you know, he creates his own threes. He can get to the rim. He can create his own shots. But he also creates shots for others. And if you notice, when Matisse kind of shut him down a little bit, it kind of shut the other guys around. Others, other teammates around, perimeter players. So that's something. Now that New York Knicks game to, uh, on Sunday, I'm a little like thinking that if I'm the Sixers, I'm a little nervous about that one. And the reason being is, and I think I said this yesterday, it's one of those things where the Sixers won that game the last time they played. New York was coming off of a back-to-back. It was their second game of a back-to-back, right? Second game of a back-to-back. The Sixers, no one's fresh this season, but the Sixers were fresher, you can say. And they made a lot out of it. You know, afterwards, Tobias Harris said, I'm the MVP. Not afterwards, but during the game. You know, and if if I'm like Julius Randle, maybe I'm thinking like, hmm, was he saying that about me? You know, what does he saying? I, I don't think he was. I think he was just saying like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm an MVP. I'm that boy. I'm that guy. Let let it be known. Right? And but sometimes in this league, man, dudes take stuff. They know what people say, but they, they kinda do that Jordan motivation stuff, the Joel and B motivation. To where is where they take what you say out of context and make it seem like, oh, you were attacking them. You feel me? So but I honestly, I mean the Sixers this is a team that the Sixers have been destroying for years. And sometimes that streak has to end. And I think this could be a tough one for Philly. I really do. And then, and not to say you got the Clippers, you got the Lakers, well, you got the, the Golden State Warriors first. And then you have the, uh, the Lakers and then the Clippers. The Clippers game is going to be a homecoming for Doc Rivers. It's going to be, you know, an emotional thing. Now, it would be different if they have fans in the stands, but then they don't. But you get the gist. It's going to be, um, you know, a, 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 an emotional thing, or it's going to be, it's going to be something. It's going to be something just because of seven years there, the way that it ended. Um, you know, Paul George saying what he said. It's going to be something good. But then after that, they got two more games. <laughs> You got to go to Denver and you got to go to Cleveland. So it's going to be a tough one. Tough stretch for the 76ers. Tough stretch for your 76ers. It really is. You know, you know. I, I keep trying to tell you guys that I like Bet Online AG, right? And I, I call it Bet Online AG because that's where you could go on the website. BetOnline.ag. But BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. The NFL season may be over, but the NBA, 
NCAA tournament basketball and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline either covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updates, odds, props, and almost anything you can imagine. So know what y'all need to do. You need to go to BetOnline AG, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can't beat that, y'all. A 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can't beat that. Now, you know, I talked about who I think needs to step up. And it's simple. It's simple. The guy that I'm looking for, and, and I'm not saying he hasn't stepped up. I think he's played good. Now, the guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing or I want to see what they can do is Furkan Korkmaz. Because, you know, Furkan has been playing well the last four games. Played well. Played really well. I look at it and I think that Furkan can solidify himself in that role. And this can be the proven point. See, the knock on Furkan had been in the past, like, yeah, Furkan Korkmaz will give you a big game here and there. But then when he goes up against athletic guys and when you really depend on him and you really need him, there are certain times that, you know, he's not going to produce. Like, he's one of those guys that when everything is going right, he's playing well. But when the team is hitting some adversity, he isn't. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Furkan made two huge shots. Now, a lot of people, some people may say, hey, well, look at the defense Milwaukee was playing. Okay, I get it. The guy made a bad defensive play late in the, late in the game. Delavichenzo. But, Furkan still made the shot. He still forced him to overtime. Same way when a year ago, when they played Portland, he hit the game winner. So, to me... These are the things that we saw from Furkan, and these are the things that really we need to continue to see, right? Especially during this trip. Because in the playoffs, they're going to need Shake Milton. They're going to need Furkan, right? And it's only going to make Shake Milton better if Furkan makes shots. Because what's going to happen is when you know it, Shake comes down, you know, is Shake going to keep it or if he's going to pass it? People are expecting him to keep it. But if he dishes it to Ferk, Ferk like hits some threes, then it's going to open stuff up for both of them, right? You know, so I'm, I'm not getting into the Mike Scott thing. I'm not. I'm not getting into White Howard, uh, Matisse, for all those guys. Nah, nah. I, I think that in order for them, the key for me is Furkan. Furkan is that guy that has to have some success for the Sixers to be well. Because the thing about Mike Scott. You know, yeah, Mike Scott, is, you know, he's playing a certain role. I get that, right? He, his job is to be a role player. His job is also to set screens and knock down open shots. Matisse, we know what Matisse is going to do. Matisse is going to come in there. He's going to D you up. He's going to do everything that he has to do, right? You know, Matisse now, to his credit, he's been working on that offensive shot. He has. He's been hitting. He's been sticking shots. He's been playing well, right? You know, we, we know what Shake's going to do. You know Shake's coming in. His role is to provide instant offense, right? 
instant offense. Go down there, do what you got to do. Like, I'm coming in here, I'm getting buckets, right? You know, but but the reason why I'm saying Ferk is because, you know, Ferk is a guy who can shoot. He can shoot really well. Um, he's a guy that, you know, like I said, he's had huge games, huge games. But then sometimes when the going is getting rough for the Sixers, you know, Ferk kind of slides back a little bit. Now, I'm not saying he's hiding. No. Slide back means it's like he struggles too when the other guys are struggling. But typically when everything's going great, he's balling. That's what I was talking about. But I believe that, you know, he's showing progress. And like I said, that shot was huge. People could say what they want to say about the way it was being defended. The shot was huge. It really was. You know, some people may say, well, what about Ben? What about Ben doing this, Ben doing that? Uh, what about uh, what, what about uh, um, Tobias? Come on, man. We all know what those two are going to do. We know that. To me, the question is is um, is Furkan. And then you know what? This is something. You know, I you know this is something. Like this is going to be a really good test for them. It really is. It really is. It, it really truly is. We'll see what the Seventy Sixers can do. You know, right now they're tied with Brooklyn Nets as we speak today. You know, there could be a chance that by the end of this road trip, they could be second place, maybe third place. You never know. You know, you never know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they can win these games. I mean, these are teams that Doc Rivers are familiar with. You know, maybe they could win these games and, and, and basically remain on top. You never know. But I tell you what, we're about to find out. <laughs> we're about to find out. Y'all know what I like, right? Everybody does. People know what I like. I mean, people who know me, they like, man. I mean, I can't go anywhere without people saying, hey, bruh, do you really like Bilt Bar? Do you really eat them in the morning with your cup of coffee? And I said, look, man. Is my last name Pompey? <laughs> yeah, I like them. And yes, I do eat them. Let me tell you something about Bill Barr. Like, I keep telling y'all over and over and over and over again. Bill Barr is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Now, see, I'm a little different. Because the ones I like the most are the ones that have, like, the cheesecake, the carrot cake, all that other stuff. Why? Because I feel like I'm cheating when I'm not. Because it tastes just like a cheesecake. Tastes just like a carrot cake. But it's only 120 calories. So let me tell you. So I just devour them. Sometimes I take my time and just chew them. Try to make it last. Because I don't want to be that glut that's eating three of them in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So I try to make it last. But I'm here to tell you. What you need to do is go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON2, and get 20% off your next purchase. I'm telling you, do it today. Hey, y'all, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the 76ers beat writer for the Philly Inquirer. I mentioned that earlier. You know, secondly, you guys can go 
subscribe to this podcast wherever you can get a podcast at, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers, right? So, you know, that's what I'm saying. I want you guys to do that. You know, keep up. You know, I tweet out stuff. You know, it's funny. Like, talking about tweeting out stuff, right? So today, yesterday, I saw a message where a guy who who says, Hey, this guy doesn't even know. He's up here pushing stuff. He's put, tweeting out this stuff. Nah, player. And this is for y'all. So if someone gives me some information on odds or anything like that. Now, I'm, I like bet online. AG. I don't gamble, but Bet Online AG sponsors us. I'm, I'm like the guy, Shapiro. He's been contacting me for years and, and stuff like that, keeping me informed on things. So what happens is, if I get some stuff from people and I feel like the Sixers fans, NBA fans, would like to know it, what I'm gonna do is I'll tweet it out, just so you know what the odds are on certain teams. But whoever this dude was like, hey, he doesn't know. He's pushing this. Nah, player, I'm not pushing anything. I'm tweeting stuff out so people can get it. You know, I'll see an odd. I don't go to the thing and gamble. I don't make anything of it. Because, see, at the end of the day, I have a vote for league MVP. There are some other people who have votes for league MVP. I don't know who I'm voting for right now. And that happens at the end of the day. I don't base it off of, okay, this guy was dominant for the first two months. No. It's 72 games in the season. And after the 70, after the 72nd game, I'll have a better idea. Now, yes, there are some guys who are the front runners. But as far as the odds, people can go and they can gamble and bet. But the odds makers don't know what I'm thinking. Right? And even like teams who are favored to win the championship. No one knows what's going to happen this year. This stuff is crazy. So this is just where I'm coming from. Right? This is where I'm coming from. But I'm here to tell you. Hey, it's fun. I said, follow me on Twitter. Do what you got to do. You know, have a great time. But we're just going to have a good time. And, and don't take stuff so literal, man. Don't take things literal. Does the NBA know that he's doing this? Come on, bro. This is my Twitter handle. Right? Mine. So, I don't know what to tell you. But, hey, y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening. And have a bless, 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 bless day. Peace.